0: To On the Block with Stricken Bach on 937 The Ticket and TheTicketFM.com.
1: We are back here on an extended ticket water cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket. Myself, Jake Bachman, Nathan Brennan with you as usual. Eddie Messel of 1011 has been hanging out with us all day, so it made for an excellent three-hour show. Uh, And uh, now we're set to be joined by Rhonda Revell, an all-time great as far as coaches at the university goes. Obviously, another another, uh, another year of success underway so far with the softball team. Rhonda, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing well. How are you doing? Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, we can't we can't complain. We're having some fun here, uh, and it's always uh, exciting to have you aboard here. Uh, as you guys are in part of a very successful season so far, twenty two and nine, and starting off two and zero in conference play. Specifically impressive because uh, in conference play that was against Michigan, uh, who is uh, was a top twenty five team. Now you have uh, a victory over Creighton, the in state rival. That always feels pretty good too. In a, in a matchup uh, this weekend with Rutgers, uh, what what would be uh, the, the the I guess the, the uh, don't tell us all the secrets, but uh, <laughs> as far as uh, Rutgers goes, what are we looking at as far as an opponent comes up here?
2: Well, they're off to a very good start, too. And, in fact, as I've been doing some homework, it's it's actually their best start in probably uh, over 15 years. And so I think they have some momentum. They have some confidence. Um, they did some great things last weekend. Even though uh, Minnesota won the series to put up nine runs on a tough Gopher team, says that they can swing it and they believe in their offense. And you know, we're just looking forward to a really tough battle, and we're glad to be at home.
0: Coach Ravel, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us this afternoon. I, I want to kind of dive into your history compared to this season. Obviously, you've had all kinds of success at the Division One softball level. How have your teams in the past then compared to this team? Because like like Box said, I mean, you're starting out 22-9, and 2-0 and in the conference. Where are we at compared to teams you've had in the past?
2: Well, that's a lot of teams. <laughs> <But here's laughs> that's a, right. He, here's, a, here's what I'm going to tell you about this team. Um, this team from the last out of last year started preparing for this year. And it, from a leadership standpoint to the work they put in in the weight room over the summertime, I mean, our – our truest off season is the summertime. And that's a real challenge for softball players because they're just coming off of a season, you know, usually get a little break, Mm -hmm. but if we're going to, if we're going to really make some advances in our game, it really has to happen in the deepest part of our off season, which is the summer. So they put in some great work over the summer, um, not only physically, but trying to work and even improve and raise our standards for what we, we expect in our program and, Uh, You know, we named three captains that just did a great job of – have done a great job and are doing a great job of leading us through that. And then we have a lot of players that, uh, honestly, they don't want to be the weak link. So everybody's working hard. It's really great.
0: So I know last year – Your schedule was entirely Big Ten play. You're only playing Big Ten schools. Obviously, this season you start out at a conference, but now we're heading into the conference. How much of an advantage, if one at all, would you say, would be seeing these teams already for an entire season in just those schools?
2: Uh, You mean based on seeing the conference opponents?
0: Yes, seeing just the conference opponents last year. Yeah,
2: you know, um, I'll tell you that was a really interesting, I I wouldn't recommend it year in and year out. Um, There were some nice things that came out of it. We didn't play midweek. So we got to practice and that was really nice in our development, but we also played each other four times. So we not only by the end of the weekend knew each other, I felt like we almost knew each other too well. So Rutgers happened to be one of those teams that, um, you know, we played last year and they're coming back this year. And so it's, They seem very familiar. But on the flip side, we probably seem very familiar to them as well because you know, they still have their main two pitchers. We still have our main two pitchers. Uh, As I look at the lineup up and down, it looks like they're going to have probably seven hitters that were in their lineup last year, Mm -hmm. as are we.
1: And I wanted to ask, I know it's been several years now, but uh, just as as we talk about in the conference-only schedule, what are kind of the differences playing in the Big Ten as compared to the Big 12 all those years ago?
2: That's been a long time, man. You're really dating me here. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, I think there, there's a lot of similarities. I mean, sometimes you're dealing with temperature differences. Mm-hmm. I've always said, I've always said the top of the Big 12 and the top of the Big 10, talent wise, have been very comparable. In fact, when they go play out of conference, uh, you know, like for instance, you know, uh, Michigan went down and beat Kentucky. Kentucky's a very good SEC team. Uh, Ohio State just beat Kentucky earlier in the week, and uh, Michigan has a victory over LSU, and I know that's not compared to to the Big 12, but I've always thought that the Big 10 schools at the top have always rivaled the Big 12 schools at the top. The one thing that over the course of time we've really tried to improve in the Big 10 in softball is that we had more depth. And so as in our 10 or 11 years in the conference, we're now averaging... You know, we feel like it. We, we feel like it should be a standard that we're getting six teams in the postseason, which is nearly half of our conference. Which I think, when you're playing in a uh, cold weather climate, I think if you're getting half your conference teams in the postseason, you're doing a nice job.
0: Coach, I, I bet you everyone in within the universities probably already asked you this question, but talk to me about Billy Andrews. I mean, you have coached some of the best players in the country legitimately over the course of your coaching career, but it looks like Billy Andrews. I mean, she leads the the nation in home runs. I mean, how does she compare to some of the, some of the great talent that you've had in the past? Well,
2: from the onset of recruitment of Billy, I knew she was in that category that I would just deem special. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a special talent. They're, she's She's blessed to be, have such God-given talent, but then she's also a great competitor, a great teammate, and a great worker. So when you put all that into the, the, the mix, it makes for special seasons and special moments. And when you have people like that on your team that are doing that, it makes for special experiences for teams. And so Billy is a an elite athlete and an elite talent and She's just, you know, every day she's putting in the work to try to maximize that talent that she's been so blessed with.
1: And, uh, Coach, you, uh, you you touched on it a little bit, uh, you know, having two of your, your pitchers back. Obviously, Olivia and uh, Courtney both having great years. Talk a little bit about them and just what they've been able to, you know, do, do on the mound this year.
2: Yeah, well, they were two. Well, the two of our captains, all of our captains, Carlos Sievers included, all of our captains are pitchers, which is unheard of and unprecedented in fact i told them when we announced them as captains that i've never really wanted pitchers to be captains because there's so much they carry such a load you know for a team performance wise but they they couldn't be denied because of you know just their commitment to nebraska softball and the work that they put in and and where they want this program to go and and as coaches you couldn't be more pleased and quite honestly i couldn't be more grateful um, and and then you get you know Court and Liv back with a l- lot of innings of Division One softball pitching, and you've seen them put together some really nice outings, whether it's mm-hmm. a complete game or one of them's coming in to close the other's game. For instance, how Court came in, you know, Liv had thrown a great game against Michigan, but we just felt like it was time for a little tempo change, and you know, the style's a bit different, and she came in and did a really nice job closing it out, and then Court came out and. You know, gave up four runs in that first inning, in Michigan. But after that, I'll tell you what our team just played. We, we didn't let it phase us, and we just played and we chipped away. And Courtney kept putting up zeros. She put up six consecutive zeros for us. And then, as you saw just on Tuesday night, Liv came out and threw a beautiful game against against Creighton. She just had every pitch was moving, her off speed was moving. Uh, she was locating well, and so they're just they're in a really good rhythm. And and you know. I want to give credit to the rest of our staff too. They're just getting the bulk of our, of
0: our innings. Uh, you mentioned Carly Seavers. I heard she's pretty cool. Um, uh, <laughs> Coach, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you about kind of the, the recent road trip. I know a lot of people don't realize how much you guys have been traveling to start the season. I mean, it's been chaotic, hectic. What kind of sense of relief is it that, okay, we're going to be back at Bolin. We're going to get some nicer weather in Nebraska and we are get some more home games coming up on the schedule.
2: Well, the biggest, you're missing out the biggest part is you're not having to hustle to get all your laundry done.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
2: I mean, we first things first there. I mean, we don't have to pack a bag this week. That's really awesome. But yes, you know, and even today, we, we thought, okay, it's going to be fine temperatures for practice, and then it was like, it wasn't warming up, it wasn't warming up, and then all of a sudden, it was like, it was time for practice, and the sun's out, and it, we just came off the field, and it was beautiful. So... It's so nice to be home. Um, we have we. It's the energy has felt really electric in our five home games. Um, so we're excited to be at Bolin and excited to um, get the get the crowd going.
1: Yeah, and, and for that crowd, for somebody that that's never been to Bolin Stadium, what would you say to to get them out there this weekend?
2: Well, I would say you would find a group of young women that are proud to put on the Nebraska jersey. They're going to give it their all. They're going to play hard. They're going to play for each other. They're going to play for the state of Nebraska and the name on the front of their jersey. And uh, it's it, you're going to want to watch this team.
1: Yeah, very exciting stuff. I also wanted to ask you because we mentioned some of the standouts on the team, and they they're actually from Nebraska. Has you have you seen that develop? We know, especially you know, in, in volleyball, kind of gets a lot of the press of you know, kind of homegrown Huskers. Has that kind of evolved over the years, the softball level at the high school level in, in Nebraska?
2: You know, we've always tried to have the best it, it, that Nebraska has to offer on our roster. And cause there's nothing better than when you get a homegrown Husker that's really doing well. Like, you know, you, you can go all the way back to a Peaches James. Uh, you can go to a Kimmy OG who was an all American outfielder for us, Amanda Buckles, and you can go on through the years and even through the decades. And even to today, when we're looking at, you know, the Billy Andrews, the Brooke Andrews, the Courtney Wallace's, the Liv Farrell's and on down the line.
0: Uh, Coach, uh, one thing that's kind of coming up is obviously big Ten play and you guys have already played 31 games. I mean we're we're not even that far into the season. We haven't even started big Ten play. What are you telling your girls just kind of on and maybe even off the field to just kind of keep their mindset right and just ready for this grinding out the rest of the season?
2: Well we actually talk about that a lot in in little little small amounts and in fact today at the beginning of practice, we talked about it's it's wonderful that uh, you know we feel like we're we're gaining some interest in the community and there's a little bit of talk about we're doing well. But the reason they're talking about that we're doing well is because the work that the work that we put in and the focus that we put in, and the only way to keep that going is to keep putting in the work and keep putting in the focus and and really staying with our process of can we get a little bit better today? Can I get a little bit better today? And when we when we stay in the moment like that. The
0: rest tends to take care of itself. Uh, Coach, I tweeted at you the other day that my dedication to Nebraska softball is unwavering. So I will tell
1: you, I will see you this weekend.
2: <laughs> That's great, Nathan. We're, we're looking forward to it.
1: <laughs> she is Rhonda Ravel. Rhonda, thanks once again. One of the greatest all-time coaches at Nebraska. And she's got a heck of a team right now. We'll definitely be cheering for you and, and like Nate, uh, supporting you there at Bowlin <laughs> Stadium. So uh, very excited and, and very excited to have you on the program today. Thank, thanks for your time.
2: Thank you, and thanks for
1: having me. Yep, there she goes, Rhonda Revelle, uh Nebraska softball coach. Great stuff from her. We're going to take a quick break here. I think we're going to say goodbye to Eddie as well. Eddie, thank oh, you yeah. for joining us today. Maybe we can get you back on one of these days. No, thank you guys. I love, like I said, I love. I don't know if anyone really stays this long, but it's my day off. I <laughs> enjoy sitting and talking, yeah, sitting, not, talking right? sports. There's nothing better than that. So yeah. I appreciate you guys having me on. Hopefully, Nathan uh, and you, Buck, you know, you guys – Want to have me back on? I absolutely. don't know if Nick wants to ever have yeah, me Absolutely. This, yeah, probably not Nick, but there's uh, <laughs> a bit of a rivalry going there across <laughs> the producer's window. But uh, we'll take a break. We'll be back here uh, on uh, the special edition of the Ticket Water Cooler uh, to round out the show next.